mercy and grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan, Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 298 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I am Grace. And today we are watching SG-1. Yes. Continuum. Uh-huh. Part two. Part de. AKA. Yeah. I didn't write down my AKA. AKA time travel. Real fun. Yay. We'll, we'll, we'll find one. Yeah. I just didn't. I just didn't write it down and it's gone. AKA. Stargate, Top Gun edition. <laughs> yeah. Which I, trust me, I, I, I get Top Gun as part of the Navy. This is an ongoing joke in my life. <laughs> but it's Stargate and Stargate's based in the Air Force. So just go with me. That's probably where your confusion lies because yeah. you've been watching Stargate for so ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was watching Stargate before Stargate was a thing back yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. That's what I'm sticking to it. How was your week? Oh, I had a week. So two things to touch on for this. One is a show and one is not a show. Uh Um, Listen, Lizzo, (laughs) where are my big girls at? Yeah, I may have binged that this week as well. Uh, I cannot... I cannot recommend the show enough. So watch out for the big girls. Watch out time. for the big girls. It's technically what's called. I didn't pay attention to what the title was. I just called it the Lizzo show. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Especially our other big girls who listen to this podcast, mm-hmm. but also for everyone. But I was a big girl dancer. Now, not at the level of this. Yeah. Hip hop was not my forte. Sure. When I dance hip hop, no one watches me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I would have to think that people are watching more going what's happening yeah probably you see what i mean it's not that no one's watching listen i'm just gonna say when i get to the second part of what i did this weekend i did attempt to twerk two bagpipes this weekend <laughs> just okay i need someone to sample more bagpipes. look not since uh house of pains jump around <laughs> has anyone properly Added bagpipes yeah. to yep. the hip hop yeah. rap world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this show, it's on Amazon Prime. It is so much more than about a dance audition. Mm. It is about representation. Learning, well, not only representation, mm-hmm. learning to love yourself regardless of who you are. Yep. And what's what the size of the body that your spirit inhabits. Sure. Uh, it is, it is just the most enthusiastic, positive show that I've seen in so long. And in the first episode, we know that I lock my emotions into a corner, into a closet in my brain. Yeah. Um, especially because I was a big girl dancer for years and years and years. I was basically in tears the first episode. It's a great fucking show. It's so good. Yeah. I can see I'm 
I'm impressed that you allowed your feelings to leave the body. This is what the show was trying to tell me. Yeah, Just it is okay. Just live in the moment. Okay to let the feelings leave the body and yes. express themselves as are. Uh, it is, I did binge the show as well. Yeah. Um, fucking Lizzo. It helps that all the music is great. Yeah. And it's hers. Um, it's just fun to. Fun. I was it's just cheering fun. for every single woman. It's on It's just show. a great way to feel. I will tell you, I genuinely in the morning um, struggle just to like get in the mirror and be mm-hmm. like, "Today I'm a person," and I think a lot of us might be feeling that, especially like post-pandemic bodies yeah. are not the same as pre-pandemic no. bodies, and blah 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 blah. And so it's hard not to just feel frumpy. Yeah. As much as I don't want to leave my t-shirt and shorts because I've been working at home, mm-hmm. it's hard not to feel like, what am I? Like, just what, there's am a- I just this amorphous blob of person? Um, and after I did, I had a, a day where I was very ill. Mm-hmm. And so it felt like the perfect day to binge that. Yeah. And it's one of those days, y'all know these, y'all know these days. Where you feel so sick, you can't even play video games. Yeah. Those sick. That's a sickness. Yeah. Because you're like, I don't even have like the wherewithal to put on a video game. Nope. That's how shitty this feels. I need something more passive than that. <laughs> I'm going to binge television instead and eat toast yeah. and crackers toast and ginger ale. And ginger ale. Um, and... Uh, and it was a day of feeling like shit, watching this show. And the next morning, I like got up, brushed my teeth, and I was like... It's not so bad. I get I, this. And it's really, it, there's something about seeing women who look like you or look yeah. or look different than everything you see all the time on TV. Yes. And, and being like, it's a, I, I look like a human person. Mm-hmm. I look like a human woman who's been through things in my life yeah. and my body have meaning. And, and, and like celebrate that. Yeah. And so it's, I, I can't tell you... That's the thing that got me. Like the, yeah. the the fact that my mind about myself, my own perception changed mm-hmm. after watching my perception of myself changed after watching this was huge. It was it's it's such a good show. I can't rem- recommend it more for everyone. Yeah. Um yeah. And speaking of things that make you feel strong and powerful and like a goddamn <laughs> goddamn motherfucking Valkyrie in life. Yeah. The other thing I did this weekend, uh-huh. I think I've mentioned, I've been getting more and more into Highland athletics. Mm. I throw heavy shit real far in a field. She doing it. And uh, yesterday I competed in, God, like maybe my fifth at this point. Nice. Still new to the world. Sure. Still don't get to practice very often. Like my practice is just the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Out of eight events yesterday, I got seven personal records. Fuck yeah. Because uh, every game I get better and better personal records. And that records. was during a, a storm because Florida and storm season. It, well, it was supposed to storm all day, but it just started storming at the end. So we didn't get to do caber. Yeah, but storm any part of a day in Florida, for yeah. those of you not in the know, means the entire day. Yeah. It just kind of sits on your shoulders. It was. It was very. Now, the positive (laughs) of it being very, like, like just overcast and heavy heavy is I didn't get sunburned. Amen to that. (laughs) Yeah. Florida summer part one, because summer comes in like four parts, right? (laughs) Part one is just very heavy. Uh It's a heavy, wet. It's a heavy, damp coat. And you're, I'm. 
I do not have a lightweight sports kit like many athletes have. Uh-huh. I have, now it is a shorter one, but I just wear my just full wool kilt. <laughs> yeah. It's it's time. You're due for something. Well, it's shorter, but I like it because it's, it's my clan and it my representation. Fair. But it is also, if you just like feeling strong and powerful um, and... There is also something that I really appreciate about represent. Speaking of representation of bodies and things like this, mm-hmm. um, it's why I love watching some of the athletic competitions in the Olympics. Oh, is yeah. like I'm in my place. It's there is people who there are women who throw at these events where you don't even honestly are like, can you can you. That's a fairly heavy weight. Uh-huh. And then you watch them throw it 40 feet and you're like, Dang. Okay, cool. Got it. Yeah. And then there are people who are built like me. And it's just, it's like I find a place here and I get to root for everyone. Yeah. And if my voice gives out mid-podcast, it's because I was rooting for everyone. I walked away with my best placing yet and came in second and got first place in four events. Fuck yes. Go Nixie. And I was very happy. I'm excited. I'm proud of you. I think it's very cool stuff that you're doing. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. I, I think I think that there is a plan to go see y'all. You and Bartender Nick. Yes. Let's well, not, you know. Bartender Nick also does compete. Yeah. <laughs> now, the there are many more men on average who compete at Highland Games. But the fact that he's out there is the really cool part to me. Yes. What I'm saying is, yo, women, if you're curious at all, just go sign up for your first games. They'll teach you everything you need to know there. True. We need more women. We need a bigger sisterhood. Speaking of, of representation. Yeah. Yes. Sign up. Yes. Let, if you are at all interested, if you are at all interested, especially if you are a woman and being curious at all about throwing in Highland Games, email me. I will hook you up. Nice. Do it. Because there, there, is, there is a burgeoning connection of a sisterhood of Highland Throwers. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> our lighting is weird, and I'm trying to figure out how to fix it. It's fine. We're here now. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to mess with it? No, I'm going to get this. Okay. Hold, please. Cool. Please leave it, all of this in the podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, what I can do is tell y'all what I've done this week. Yes, while I play with cords. Super important things that are super physical. Let's get physical. Not physical. at all at the same time, because I'm playing uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Um holy cow the plus the plus thing is is i now have the og version of the game yeah to play um so look there is a lot of criticisms and things to consider um that are valid that uh the game there's a couple of things that are a little glitchy a couple things that are a little interesting the climbing mechanic is uh, is it thing it's a thing it's a thing they did some things that are better some things that are like, man, this I don't know that I needed this thing here. Like, it's almost like they helped in areas that didn't need to be helped, but then didn't help in some areas that I felt like needed to be. You okay. know when someone does a lot of great work, but it's not the work you asked them to do? Yes. It kind of felt like that. Not, listen, not all games are going to get A plus in every, every arena. It's fucking beautiful. And 
I kind of looked ahead to see some of the places that we're going to see um, in the game. And I might have cried while watching the videos of like the shot for shots recreations. <laughs> and then because it's all takes place along the, you know, it's the Southwest and the West Coast. And and it's all these places that I know and that were my old stomping grounds mm-hmm. or were the places I was born and hung out in. And, you know, the game takes place in the far future. Um, and it's kind of like a reminder of what, you know, how we've destroyed the earth or how we're destroying we, the we've, earth. We've done that. And, and so a lot of things are underwater mm-hmm. that are not currently underwater, mm-hmm. but in a hundred, hundreds of, or thousands of years in the future, they might be. And then one night after playing for very long, I had a nightmare about global warming. Okay. So that happened. I don't know why that'd be triggered at all. I don't know either. Um, and this isn't a soapbox because I have nothing to add. And I'm pretty I sure. I'm pretty sure we've we've like <laughs> skidded around that soapbox for long enough on this podcast. Oh, well, it's really. I don't have anything <laughs> useful th- really, to yeah. say well, that people don't already know. Yeah. So I I don't have a need for no. that, and I don't no. have a. I don't have something to tell you to take action on other than, you know, be aware and and find something locally that means yeah. something to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the game itself is fucking gorgeous. I love it. I I I don't know if it's a subtle message about global warming, I'm but I wonder if there's something there and I loved it. And so rocks. that's what I've been doing all week. And I think after the patches, some of the stuff that was a little buggy is better. Uh, I haven't run into Aloy's face doing anything weird, which I know is one of the <laughs> things that people were talking about. Um, but I also don't play on the super, super hard levels. And I have a feeling that based on... What I know about production, because I have a pretty decent yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, knowledge of how things go through ma- mass scale production mm-hmm. and running what that looks like. I think that you put most of your energy into the most used version of the game, which is <laughs> yes. probably the normal to easy and then the level just above it. So I think if you're playing in the extra hard levels, you're going to yeah. get more of the bugs. Probably. Uh, that's a soapbox I don't mind getting on. So, <laughs> so be kind to the people that made this shit. It's a lot of fucking work. I I get it. Um, is it worth sixty dollars? Fuck yes, it's worth the sixty dollar game. <laughs> Hell fucking yes, that's amazing. It's beautiful, and I love it. And the mount writing is so much better than it was in the first game. Oh, like like okay, <sighs> like taking going on 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 a mount. I won't say horseback because they're not horses. But I was I about to say more. like like horse riding, but future horse riding, something 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 like that. I don't want to spoil too much of the game. I still I rarely do I get to be the first one to know it. Because a yeah, and because I I am still like single I'm a single game person. Uh-huh. So I still have to finish everything I need to do in yeah, Valhalla sure. first. Also because we ran out of HDMI ports in the back of the TV. So it's <laughs> it's either plug in the Xbox or plug in the PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. At this point we were or like the switch. Here, take the old PlayStation. This is yours now. There can Play only games. be one. There can only be one only game be station one. plugged in at a time on our TV because we um, don't have a splitter hooked back there. Um, <laughs> uh, sometime I forget the date that this aired on because it's back in my notes. And if I scroll back to find it, I will uh, lose where I am. Yay. We continue. Continue. Oh, um, yeah. Cam. Previously on. Previously on. We are one year later. Ball was a dick. 
Earth yeah. is weird. Yep. Life is boring. One year later. One year later. That's my previously on. Cam is working on his Mustang when the hot MILF next door mm-hmm. and her son comes over, flirts so hard. Mrs. Heather. So hard it catches Cam off guard. Mm-hmm. He's taking the car for a test drive trip. So maybe when he gets back, they can take a ride in the Mustang and Listen. she walks away. That's going to be trouble. This is there's no way this isn't going to sound inappropriate. That's fine. This but- is this this is the reverse of uh, what you're wearing, blah blah. But it's like you don't have a car like that if you don't want attention. <laughs> but also, that's probably inappropriate for me to say because you can't yeah. say a woman wore something I for know. attention. I know. But also, it's a yellow fastback. Yes, right? it's a fastback. I think. It is. I don't know. It's yeah. a Mustang. Yeah. I'm not up on my Mustang types. You don't drive that car so that nobody sees you, or fix that car in public yes. so that nobody sees you. Regardless of who gets for the reason people give you attention, yeah, you 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 will be noticed. Someone will notice that. Someone it's will notice it. Bright ass yellow. <laughs> <laughs> the cops may also notice you for different yeah. reasons. I'm going to come over and ask for a ride, and I'm not even trying to get in Pam's. I'm a married woman. I literally just want to get into the car, no euphemisms yeah. included. Yeah. Car. Meanwhile, Daniel. But also some, some like, can I, mean, I touch the stick? Listen, if I was not married and single... <laughs> like Cam's hot and he's fixing a Mustang. Well, the thing is, well, I guess also what I'm saying is we don't know. Maybe Mrs. Heather is just a real big car nut. She could be. She could legitimately be flirting with the car. Yeah. She could just be like, I really need to get behind that fucking engine. I yeah. think that's the difference. Like, are you flirting with Cam or are you flirting with the to car? To get to the car. Yeah. Straight up flirting with the car. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. I may have done that before. Um, Daniel, meanwhile, has a new leg. Uh, he's just he's down to just using a cane. Mm-hmm. Although, I will Although say, not for long. Not for long, because just like his glasses, he ditches that cane Purely real fast. For looks. You know, some things never change. Some habits like, oh, I need my cane. Oh, I need my cane. Oh, this is my cane performance time. Yeah. And then like, what fucking cane? Let's do this. I'm going to call it adrenaline rush. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And heads into um, a bookstore, which is way too dark inside. <laughs> and he finds his own I've seen book. some pretty intense bookstores like that. It's too dark. There was a bookstore I went to in New Orleans that was an old building in the French Quarter. Uh-huh. It had a couple windows up front. Yeah. But it was literally... Uh, stacks piled to the ceiling and a maze. I appreciate that So it was dark and you couldn't see shit, sort of. And you had to like maneuver your way through it. I like it. And it was the coolest fucking book. I listen, I love like the maze have to hunt find things type bookstores. I'm just saying like people keep yelling at me for reading in the dark. Sure, sure. That's more of... Maybe they're trying to discourage people from from lingering because it's not a library, it's a bookstore. Something. Buy anyway, he yeah. finds a book yeah. written by Dr. Daniel Jackson. Yep. The Truth About Pyramids. It is way too thick of a book. Yikes. It probably has not been edited well. And it's 70% off. It's probably also 70 point font. Yeah. If it's that fucking big. 
It's huge. Oh, no. Th- listen, we've, we know how Daniel Jackson yeah. writes. It's tiny fonts. Lots of words. Yeah. Has not been edited down. It's rambling. There's run-on sentences. This Daniel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the things that shape Daniel and refine Daniel don't exist in this world. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, Good times. And, and our Daniel goes to buy it, to read it. Mm-hmm. Sam is grocery shopping and like, look. So can we talk about, before we get away from yes, this, how terrible that author pick is? Oh, it's... Because it's bad. He looks like he's on drugs. He looks like a crazy person. He looks like he just ran from an alligator. Like eyes should not be that wide. Yeah, it's bad times. It's bad times. Okay, I'm all done. Sam is grocery shopping. And while glasses worked for Clark Kent, it's not hiding who Sam is. Also, what is this strange warehouse grocery store that she shopped? Look, I know. Props department. Let's talk a little bit. Is she in Costco? She's, she's like, no, she's like at a fucking Home Depot. Like, it's like metal crate. Like, just wait. What? What's happening? Listen, here's the other thing. Uh, Sam, if you're trying to be incognito. Yeah. Like, Amanda Tapping wears brown hair for Sanctuary, who she is about she is about to leave the Stargate verse to go film Sanctuary. Yeah. Helen Magnus has dark hair. <laughs> Why don't I I get they don't because we need to have our Sam and our Sam's blonde later in the movie, but like it would have been a way to be incognito. Yeah. To dye your hair. Maybe she secretly wants to be found out. They're like, why is this dead ass I mean, hanging out this here? This is our Sam. Funny, you should ask. She doesn't want to be found out. Yeah. Um, and Cam mm-hmm. drives back home. Yep. We've seen we've seen this home before. Yep. Except this is not his home. In case you were wondering whether or not Cam is Superman, speaking of. <laughs> He's literally from a farm in Kansas. Raised by the grandparents. <laughs> Raised by older people. Ta-da. Cam is Superman. 100%. In this world, he kind of could be because he he's from another planet. Yeah. Boom. Okay. It's just a different Earth. Mm-hmm. It's Earth 2.0. Earth 0.0. Um, and, but, but in this timeline, he is not from this place. This is nope. not his home. An older man comes over and asks, you know, what, what the fuck you doing on the farm? Yeah. And all that. Like, why are you coming up here like you know the place? Mm-hmm. But Cam says he spent time here as a kid, which is not a lie. Mm-hmm. Um, but this guy's lived here for 35 years. Mm-hmm. And Cam's like, it was before that. I'm, I look really good for my age and I was very tiny and I have a great memory. Okay, bye. And thankfully and weirdly, Cam knows who lived here before. Uh-huh. Before they did. Harry Ooh. and Lorna Henderson. Did he bullshit names? Did he actually know these people? Because this guy seems to have known Harry and Lorna. I here's what I think. I think it's a small town enough that you would yeah. know the people that I guess. Yeah. And since he's not doing anything else, sure, Cam can come and look inside. Mm-hmm. Uh Daniel in his bed is calls himself. Uh-huh. Somewhere else in the world. And tries to tell this Daniel that he's right about everything and he needs to believe in his work. And this Daniel thinks it's a prank call and hangs up on him. Like Yes. I appreciate where this Daniel is coming from. Mm-hmm. 
but you just saw the man on that author cover. Yeah. You just saw how worked up and wound up and not okay this man is. Yeah. I don't know that a phone call Mm-mm. from a mysterious stranger saying you're right Mm-mm. is going to help him or exacerbate don't cold the call crazy. Him. Yeah, don't cold call him. Don't do that. Don't do that. Maybe how, send a letter. How many prank calls do you think this guy gets? And I just, even if he believes you, how is this helpful? It's not. Yikes. But he, I think this Daniel just, our Daniel just knows that feeling. And he remembers that feeling. And it, it he hates that, like, there is a version of himself that is still living in that box. Yeah. Yeah. I know it would be hard for me not to yeah. reach out. <laughs> um and yeah, he I I love I just love R. Daniel for remembering that and, and I yeah, I don't think you ever lose that. And the like there's no way he wouldn't have he would have the willpower to not reach out. I, I yeah, you just have to consider where this man's mental health is. Yeah. And whether what you're doing is kind or not. Yikes. Yeah. And, you know, Daniel's probably going, well, I, I would have loved someone calling me and telling me, validating my work when I was there. Yeah, that's fair. But here to me is a, here's to me a difference. Seven, eight years ago, the Daniel of this world Seven, eight years ago, if if he had gotten a call like that, where Daniel, like at the time when both Daniels were the same Daniel, mm-hmm. if if he had gotten a call like that, he may have listened to it and heard it very differently. And that's the Daniel that our Daniel remembers. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, what has then happened in the past seven, eight years Yeah, to this Daniel that he reacts so differently? Well, he's gotten beat up about it. Uh, that, you know, like yeah. that's the thing. It's that's like what I mean. You gotta, yeah. yeah, you I just come back to the same thing. It's like you're not talking to you in yeah. the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking to a different person. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And our Daniel doesn't get that. Mm-hmm. Cam walks into his old house, which was never his house in this timeline, flashing Yikes. back to the photos he remembers on the mantle, including his grandfather. Mm-hmm. Sam carries her groceries to a Prius. Yeah. And sees an Elkesh flying overhead, which super fine. That's fine. Yep. And clearly has someone of importance on her speed dial. She calls and says Colonel Carter is is there. And, and Colonel Carter clearly still pulls some ranks with, to whoever she's calling. Yeah. And the farm owner calls Cam in to see the news. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like Independence Day shit, like level shit happening. I mean, if you, yeah. If anyone, like, if we saw any type of alien ship yeah. flying that low, we yeah. all know it's, we're done. Well, we're done. We're, We've got seen it. this got movie, it. guys. Got it. We know where we're at. Yep. F-16s chasing alleged alien ships that came close to the White House, other national monuments before heading out, and there's reports of sightings all over the world. Mm-hmm. Cam also pulls out his phone and uh-huh. presses, you know, dials up a number. Uh-huh. And fittingly, Dana doesn't have a TV. Okay, I rolled my eyes so hard at this. 
that I fell over backwards because, God, Daniel, could you lean into the stereotype anymore? Please. That's even too pretentious for me. Yeah, I don't have a TV. Oh, okay. I'm done. Now, I would buy... He just doesn't watch the TV. Oh, oh, you know what? I haven't had it on in a while. 100%. Oh, sorry. I just touched your keyboard. It's fine. And like, it's not in the bedroom, you know? Sure. And fine. I'll give you that. And it's like, I don't own a TV is different than like, I don't really watch a lot of TV. That's fine. I get that. Especially in 2008. uh, If it was today, I could pass like, oh, I don't have a TV because I have like a computer monitor that doubles for a TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch a lot of shit on my laptop. Exactly. Anyway. um, So Sam calls Daniel late at night. It's been a year since he's heard from Sam. He was hoping and thinking after the year the Air Force had let them see each other. He has no clue what's happening. Mm-hmm. And there's Ball's fleet. Yep. Ta-da. Out in space. Coming for Earth. And who's sitting on the throne next to Ball? Bukatesh. A badass bitch. Uh, Ball orders the prisoner brought in. And for a shot, you're thinking, oh, the prisoner is Teal'c. No. Yeah. No. Very clever. Somehow, even here, like, you know, because you're thinking, like, oh, Teal'c, even here, he's resisting and fighting for free... Jif- no. No. Ball, Ball got his wish. He has Teal'c as a first prime. Mm-hmm. He is the leader of what hopefully will become the Free Jaffa. Yeah. He's still fighting for freedom. He just, just not quite the same. to serve Ball for now. It, well, you know, you have to reach... He still had to pull a po- away from under the thumb of Apophis. Yep. And he thought this is the right move. Mm-hmm. It's t- it's always Teal'c still looking for some other way to get out of the situation. I'm pretty sure in the future, the Jaffa will just be unionized and working for Ball. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the prisoner is Apophis himself, the last of the system lords to resist Ball who has some, honestly, a fucking amazing last words. Also, I mean, go Apophis. Like, to yeah. be the last resistor of this asshole? Fuck yeah. His last words. May your reign last days and your death years. Damn. I mean, technically, your death is, like, forever. But I get it. I'm here, I'm here for it. Yep. It's kind of great. It's, it's kind of great. It's sci-fi. Someone's death sure. may not, may only True be facts. years. True facts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Ball asks if he planned those words or just off the top of his head uh-huh. as Ball slices off just the tip. So full Tarantino style, just slice. Just the tip of Apophis's head <laughs> and we see the ghoul fall out and die. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't like with a samurai sword. Like it's just such a like, it, <laughs> it just is. felt like a very Kill Bill moment. But there would have been way more blood if this was full Tarantino true, though. True, very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Cronus reports that they're the the initial scouts of Earth have come back, just as Ball said, prime for the taking. By the way, this whole time they've been very careful with the camera shots. They uh-huh. haven't actually revealed Katesh there. Sure, sure, sure. As Ball's queen until now, and she's impressed at all that he has accomplished over the years. Mm-hmm. Somewhere underground at the presidential command bunker. Yep. President Hayes is reviewing a speech to the nation and the world, which apparently just been played on repeat since no other world leader has, like, made a big speech yet. Yep. And also, who is this in the room? Be still my beating heart. 
Yay. General Hammonds. It's always nice to see him. And I it know. makes me so sad to know that I know. This we're is, done seeing this him. Is, yep. We didn't even get to see our Hammond at the last Hammond. Yeah, seriously. Dang it. They tried communicating with the alien ships, no response. And the president under- doesn't understand why they would, like, come here, get chased around some ex- by some F-16s for a while and just, like, sit there. How How is our leadership so stupid to not understand, like... Have you not heard of scouts before? I'm just uh, mm, is that not a thing that makes sense to you? Um, like that you would recon, recon? I mean, no, 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 no word for. I'm recon? just gonna leave that there. Okay, that's all. Uh, and Cam comes in and goes, "Yeah, maybe they were just sightseeing. Maybe aliens like to sightsee, and they heard then, that there was a planet here. Then be advanced scout ships as him and Sam and Daniel are let in, and they're like, it's called an Alkesh." <laughs> And worse may be coming. And yep. Daniel summarizes the best when he's like... I wanted, like, the Marvel hero music to play when they turn a shot. But Daniel summarizes best. It's death, slavery, more slavery, more death. Daniel is so fucking over everything in this second. The whole film, but his... I give no fucks attitude. Yeah, he's done. Is amazing. It I think it's what would happen to a Daniel. You beat the the you beat the hope out of yes. him. Yes. Yeah. Hayes has no time for this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um look, you can say I told you so if you want, but your choice is to help or leave. It's cake or death, and we're mm. all out of cake. Yep. Daniel is burnt. He's like, I'm happy to say I told you so and leave. Yeah. So bye. Bye. Cam's like, dude, no. Daniel at this point is like, I welcome death. <laughs> I welcome it Hello. Whole, with open arms. Embrace it. Hello, darkness, my old friends. The best I fucking can. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Daniel's whatever. Mm-hmm. So the locals in this timeline couldn't locate the now sunken Stargate, but they did find the one in Antarctica. Yay. They didn't bring it back. Because where else would you start up a new top secret program than McMurdo Base? Uh, Colorado. It's not, it's not operational Duh. yet. All the cool stuff is in the Southwest, like I mentioned, <laughs> in Horizon Forbidden West. I mean, I think there's pretty cool shit in the Great Lakes region, but that's just me. No, but I mean all the cool top secrets like shit. Here's the thing. We don't know if there's cool top secret shit around the Great Lakes because it's top secret. It's not there, though. <laughs> <laughs> so Daniel wants to know, like, hey, why weren't we told you located the Stargate? And Hayes just chuckles that the amount of shit that we do without running it past you would surprise you. Why the fuck would we tell you, expert exactly. on all things Stargate? God, these people are Hayes terrible. Hayes is... I can't even pinpoint... The smug, smug might be, he's just smirky. He's just, what's the word for smug and ignorant? Yeah, smignorant. Smignorant. 
he Ignorug. He he, I don't know. he had to be told like three times that the three of them were real, and finally had to bring in like God. the national security advisor. Yeah. Um. He's like, I kind of still don't believe you are who you say you are, but fine, but prove they're me literally wrong. Here. So what are you gonna do? And he uh he does remember somewhere in the briefing that one of them said that something like this happened in their own universe and that their own haze handled the situation similar to this and they're like yeah with a fully functioning stargate program you dumb bitch remember that thing you just said you would never tell us about and therefore i haven't told us about sam points out that it was actually the ancient weapons chair that did it mm-hmm. which is exactly what haze is talking about yes it's under a mile of nice um and it took work to get it uh you know, like a, a ship digging through ice that was stolen. But listen, it's like we've been um, we've been we've been sending people through ice for three months digging and they're almost there. Mm-hmm. We're, we're doing stuff in the background as we're talking because yep. we're trying to fix the video. I think we made it a little better. It's the thing. Yeah. Uh, you know what happens? The, the clouds move in front of the sun and then fuck up your lighting. Welcome to Florida Summer Part 1. <laughs> oh, look, it's fine now. It's fine. Beautiful. We're gorgeous. So uh, Sam's like, look, once you get there and get to the weapons chair, you're still going to need a ZPM. Uh-huh, which we don't have because remember how you shared nothing with us? Yeah. So we couldn't take any action. Daniel's like, well, it's probably still there at Tanos. Remember, we got that one. Mm-hmm. And so they just have to steal a cargo ship, which is not like they haven't done that before. Yeah, no bakes. Um, and back, they just have to then get back to Earth, and then they need, you know, someone to operate the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, and Hayes is like, that's the SG one I read about. Problem yeah. solving. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Fuck you and your patronizing <laughs> bullshit. Can I punch him in the face before we go do I this? I really want to punch this I feel face. like I would have done that because <sighs> they need us to do the work we're going to do. Yeah. Just punch him in the face real, What's real gonna quick. What's going to happen? Pop, pop. What's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can put me in jail after. Sure. Let me save the world first. Yeah. It'll be worth it. Well, it's like, I'm not going to, if this plan goes to plan, either we're all going to be dead or I'm not going to be here. So, so fuck it. Yeah. Sam should be able to get the Stargate working. I'm not saying co- murder the man. Just, just punch, punch him just in the a, face. Just, just, yeah, just a one good slap. <laughs> I saw where you're going, nope. and then you resisted. <laughs> I did. I did. Sam should be able to get the Stargate working in a couple hours because she's fucking Sam Carter. <laughs> and then we see Ham. She sees Hammond like for the first time, and Ham Hammond obviously does not recognize them, oh, which sucks can't so feel hard. Good. It sucks so hard because you saw how her face lit up and then just dove. And and he was like, even in his politeness, mm-hmm. it's so fucking painful. It's real hard. If you say so. Oh, ouch. It doesn't feel good. No. So there's four F-15s at Andrews with extra fuel to get them down to Antarctica. And Hayes does specifically, you know, look, you're going to go through the gate. You will take Marines with you because I don't trust you uh-huh. at all. Sure. Uh, Sam does appreciate the backup, though. Yep. So this is going to take a couple days. So Hayes is going to have to stall if, if Paul shows up first. Hot tip. Don't mention SG-1. Yeah. Just uh, forget that we're here. But it's... it's it, Ball's, Ball's going to be there sooner because his fleet just arrived at he the got moon. A, he got a fast pass. He did get a fast pass. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ships. 
He didn't hit any traffic on the way there. Nope. He's running on Nixie time. He hit the he's express not lanes. On Grace time. He hit the express lanes. Yep. Uh, and everyone is there on his mothership, like Nirti, Gamulus, you, Ra, like all uh, a all council our favorite of here. gold, if you would. A gaggle of gold. Yeah. A murder of gold um, seems appropriate. We I think originally we had at some point we'd come up with a name for what a group of I'm gold sure we is. Did. And, oh, I don't remember what it was. A warren of gold. Because we've had a lot of episodes and my brain's memory not good. A sc- yeah. Yeah. Nope, it's not there. Ball welcomes them to this little planet in the middle of nowhere, forgotten. And they're all a little astonished that this planet we've been allowed to breed for so long it's to grow our population. <laughs> yeah. And they don't even know the gold yard yet. It's teeming with human. We're lousy with human we're life. L- yep. And while they discuss trying to control us versus destroying all of us, Ball has a different plan. Mm-hmm. Look. If we just, if they just went in there killing, we would despise them for all eternity, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But Ball knows Earth. Ball studied Earth. If we end up in a fight, it's not going to go well for anyone. Mm-hmm. However, if we show up with the promise for a grand future, show up with loving kindness, 100% humans are stupid enough to fall for it. Look, humans don't actually care about losing their rights as long as they don't know what's happening. Exactly. Exactly as Ball mm. did with the Jaffa. Yeah. Promise of freedom. It will totally be fulfilled. Camulus is doubting all of that this shit. This is where, like, Teok should be that side-eye guy <laughs> meme right now. Like, uh, excuse me? What? What? But or should I be paying more attention to this? Yeah, but hey, and, and, and Ball's like, hey, Teok, did you hear that? It sounded like, to Ball at least, that Camulus just offered half of his domain of Australia to the Free Jaffa Nation. Yeah, but you're a little untrustworthy right now because the words you're saying about the humans feel <laughs> like the words you told me. Should I be concerned? Listen, Camulus is real unhappy that he would be strong-armed into giving up half his territory. But like mm-hmm. the, his Camulus's generosity genuinely brings Ball to tears, mm-hmm. and he tells the rest that the lands they're getting and the millions of humans that are there are a gift. So shut the fuck up and be grateful. Yeah. Now leave. I hope that the half of Australia they give to the Jafaf is the outer ring. <laughs> Camus just gets the inner half. Good luck with that. <laughs> Trying to figure that out. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. Uh, I hope the Aboriginal people of Australia and the fucking heat kick your ass out. Not to mention all of the other critters that well, I, live there. Yeah, we don't even need to. Yeah, <laughs> will you even make it to round three? Probably, Probably not. not. Um, and, and now all of you fucking leave, but Tilk, there's something Ball wants him to look for. Yeah. In the underground of the president's cave, Hammond informs Hayes of all the ships that just popped out of nowhere. So, it's getting real fucky out there. Like, SG-1 isn't even off the ground yet. They're still at Andrews. Yeah. We didn't set up fast travel. <laughs> So we uh we don't have the eagle yet. Uh-huh. You know, the little it's a fast travel and assassin's creed. In assassin's creed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Uh they're not even off the ground yet, and they take the situation to DEFCON 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> At Andrews, Cam and Sam are flying are, are flying the F-15s. Daniel's riding with Cam. Uh and and they do <laughs> there is the line that will come back of Cam's like, hey Daniel, 
It's just going to be a long, boring ride. Just sit back and have a nap. Uh-huh. I feel like I'm surprised Daniel doesn't need Dramamine. <laughs> he seems like the kind of guy who would need Dramamine for yeah, no, this ride. Listen, I've never flown in an F-15, but I can imagine at times it's smooth and at times it's not. He just feels like the kind of guy to me who's going to need some Dramamine. True, true. He, you know what he has? He's a little wristband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. wearing the little He's wristband also, guy. Yeah. Uh, and they get the report that they're here. Oh, yay. This is great. And I love the Stargate level insanity of Ball keeping a satellite phone in storage so he can make this call. Yeah. Yeah. Of course he does. <laughs> he, he picked it up at REI. <laughs> and it confuses Hayes that like Lord Ball is on the telephone uh-huh. for him yeah. called the White House switchboard and all. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Ball's like, look, I'm pretty sure you've detected my fleet. It's not small. Uh-huh. Forgive me for cold calling you yeah. like this, but if I just landed my ship in your rose garden or hologrammed up to your office, like that'd be rude. Sure. Um, but really, look, but we, you know, attacking and invading yeah. isn't rude at all. Well, we're no one's attacking yet. No sure. one's invading yet. Mm-hmm. We totes come in peace. We want friendship. Believe that. Totally believe that. Hayes is real happy to hear that. Mm-hmm. So look, how about we meet in your Oval Office? Ball just continuing to throw these terms around, proving he knows shit. Sure. Yeah, for for Lord Ball, Hayes could clear his schedule for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that's right about when Katesh stabs Ball no literally like, in the back. No like, no want. The very long sword. She is not interested. And goes, hey, dear, put the phone down. Mm-hmm. He just keeps it cool. I'll call you back later. Look, this is why it's important to keep open lines of communication with yeah. your partner. Yes. So that they understand what, you, what you're planning to do. And- you should make... <laughs> Choices about your future together. And don't literally stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. No. Or figuratively. I'm, but in this case... Look, just don't... Literally. Yeah, just don't... Yeah. I'm emph- The figuratively is bad, but I'm just emphasizing that the literally part... Li- quite literally, sure. Maybe... Uh, maybe if he'd communicated to Katesh the plan... She emphasizes that this blade is sharpened down to a single atom, so it'll easily slice him in half. Um, hey, dude, lover, sweetheart, how the fuck do you know so much about this world? Because mm-hmm. you sure as shit haven't been studying in secret because you haven't let me leave your side in 50 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah You're a little yeah. controlling. A little bit. And uh, you've been one step ahead of everyone, and now you know this place like you lived here? Like, what the fuck's up with that? Mm-hmm. She mad, dude. You pissed her off. And he confesses that he did live here in another life, in another time, and Ball intends to share every pleasure of this world with her. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. And she brings up the ribbon device and just caresses his cheek. Yikes. Uh, and Tilk pops his head in. Um, Katesh blocking the whole view of the situation from Teal. Holy shit, Katesh. What a fucking... Just everything's fine. Tilk's mission was to find the Chapa Eye that Ball knew was there. It is there, but it's not hanging on ice. The humans, like, took it and are doing things with it. It's mm-hmm. inside. It's not working yet. Also, there's a deep ice shaft that's being drilled. Yep. 
all knows exactly what that is for, mm-hmm. but that would be impossible for the humans of this earth to know about. Yep. Yikes. So Katesh just orders the fleet to bombard both locations. Uh-huh. Teal does check with Gaul first, and he's like, yep, do whatever she says. Yeah, everything's fine. And for all Teal knows, they're in the middle of something yep. sexual, so yep. he's like, oh, I'm not going to look too closely. Uh, I'm just going to leave. Yep. And Kintesh can inflict some more pain. Mm-hmm. Which, again, could be something sexual with them. Yeah. Um, mid-flight, Sam is pretty sure Ball will know where they're going. Mm-hmm. Cam is relying on Ball, thinking that they're dead, and Daniel just... Whatever. No cares about anything anymore. No. Super emo kid. Yep. And in orbit, Tilk spreads the word that these coordinates should be destroyed. Have fun, ships. Do what you want with it. Mm-hmm. Hammond comes in. Cool. Interrupts Hayes speaking with, I'm assuming, the Russian president. Sure. He was just telling them how they're working on something in Antarctica that help might defeat Ball. It involves an artifact. And then Hammond's like, by the way. Hey, sorry to interrupt, but pizza's here. And by the pizza, I mean <laughs> the Mc- gold destroying things. Yeah, by the way, McMurdo's gone. Mm-hmm. Last words were flashes and explosions. Also, the drilling site's gone. And Hayes goes back to Yuri and he's like, yeah, um, that project I mentioned, not going so well. So, guess what? We're dying. We're dead. We yeah. Died. What that was our plan A and B. Mm-hmm. So Teal comes in, um, like now fully seeing that it is not some kinky time with them. Katesh is literally about to kill Ball. Yeah, and um, for again, we just dear costume department. Um, you guys are normally spot on. I love you why does this dress look so bad on Claudia Black? The thing, it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous dress. It's just the fit is not quite there. That bodice is too short. I I did say off mic and Mm -hmm. I will stay with this. I think the whole like babies and moving parts may have altered some things. They may have been working on some old measurements. Uh Uh-huh. Still, you should have seen that in a fitting. It's not like we see a ton of her in the back, like lace that thing a little looser or uh-huh. something. Mm-hmm. It's like they just ways. the bodice is too short. There's a lot going on here. It's not. That is a gorgeous goddamn woman. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous dress. Yeah. They don't go together that well. Sometimes, though, you know, sometimes there's a weird design aesthetic with that kind of works like th- i remember there was a dress that gwyneth paltrow wore to the oscars and everybody's like oh it's the greatest thing that ever walked the carpet and blah blah, blah. and i'm like that shit does nothing for her yeah, no. like so sometimes fashion doesn't really do things well well in my eye that fashion is not a thing i i'm i'm with you <laughs> i'm on board uh anyway but it was a look for a while it shouldn't have been yeah <laughs> Because I am a fashion expert. I, you make the calls. Anyway, Ball is like, hey, Teal'c, fucking save me. Maybe. Maybe uh... save me. Uh, Teal'c's like, yeah, I would, but I'm pretty sure Katesh is going to kill you either way. I don't know that I was... I think the train has left the station, yeah, exactly. dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's not much I can do. Yeah. 
Um, so sorry about that. And he, Ball tries to plead, but it doesn't go well. Um, and she's like, well, Tilk was right. I was going to kill you either way. And, and it just unceremonious in the first of the very unceremonious ball death spoiler. Yeah. He's just sliced in half from the waist through the head. Fucking cool. And like slumps in half, pulls apart as Katesh goes after Dilk. Brutality. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It is very Mortal Kombat-esque death. It's great. Mm -hmm. And Tilk runs, calling out to the other Jafas of (laughs) treason. Katesh gets the, how do you want to do this? She does. Uh, And Katesh just drama walks after him. Sure, yeah. After force pushing up down a bunch of the other Jaffa, uh-huh. and because she didn't run, uh-huh. she is too late, and Teal'c is able to bring aboard, well, we don't gotta know, go. but we'll find out later, it's Nalkesh. Yeah, got a blast. Yeah, he's just, I got a GTFO. Somewhere in mid-flight, SG-1 gets the message that McMurdo was destroyed, Uh huh. and they are, like, to return and wait for instructions. Um... Excuse me? So they're just going to turn around and see what other just instructions there are besides kiss your ass goodbye. Yeah? I don't what know else how, do you do? I don't know how far they were towards Antarctica. That's a long flight. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's not... No. There's <laughs> no... I'm going to say they're halfway there. Yeah. So how long would it take to be like, you know, vaguely over Brazil? Yeah. Let's just go full. Just crash into the Andes and call it a fun. Bye. Bye. That Maybe that's. Thank God Daniel's not piloting the ships. I'm out. I want this to be quick and painless. Although, although. With his luck, he would end up crashing <laughs> the Andes survive. like the yeah, like the soccer players in the seventies, and be like, yeah. "Guess what, dude? Now you're gonna eat your other leg." Sucks, uh, sucks t- to suck. Tilk on the Alkesh is to to the two pilots there, like we're on a mission from God, and they cloak. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. So it's a uh, it's hundred and twenty miles to Chicago. <laughs> it's dark. We'll take a gas and wearing sunglasses. I just <laughs> fucked up that quote, but you know, you, you're with me. That's better than I could have done. You're with me. Mm-hmm. So Katesh heads to the bridge and gets Cronus up on FaceTime and tells him that Lord Ball has seen the light. Mm. We're just going to fucking destroy the planet now. Let's do it. Let's just fuck some shit up. You have fun. I'm going to go. I'll be back in three days. The more the planet you destroy, the bigger reward will be. Ta-da. By the way, if you see Teal, kill him. Yeah. That's the way to lead. I mean, keep your hands clean. Let everybody else do the work. Delegate. And I love that the way the way Cronus says, as the sovereign wishes, pretty, like, he knows what just happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. He knows exactly he what knows just happened. He knows who's butter in his bread now. And with that, she heads for Praxon, since one world is not enough for her. Mm-hmm. On the Alcash Chilk knows what just happened. And with the flagship leaving, with everyone else, like, putting their butts towards Earth to just poop out some weapons fire, uh, he also knows that the only hope to avenge Ball's death is to get to Praxon before Katesh does, which means they need a Chapa Eye. Mm-hmm. Yes, that probably was just destroyed, but there is another. There is another. Cool. Yeah. Cool. SG-1. Mm-hmm. Still in the F-15s, getting refueled. 
Yeah. Okay. Imagine cool. that's your job. Like, hey, go refill these like I mean, living t- moving targets. That is some people's job. No, it's but so like cool. in this moment, oh, no, yeah. like go get killed, basically. Yep. Well, no one's firing on them yet. But we know it's common. I would think that if I'm the guy whose job is it's like, no, these guys are targets. I fucking know they are. You want me to just give them gas? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you a lot. Anyway. Uh, well, very quickly, they are into Reasons a target. Reasons I'm not a soldier. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Fuck you. You. Don't, you don't get to. My instincts, we've learned this. I've shared it with all of the people that I love so that when push comes to yeah. shove, they understand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my instincts are save grace. Yes. So bad, bad soldier. Keep summer safe. <laughs> yes, excuse me. Uh, and very quickly, their fuel tanker is blown up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit shit yeah. gets very real Fucking very quickly. knew that was coming. And then rain fires down from the sky over what we're told is Washington. Mm-hmm. Okay, here is my question. Sure. Because it's clear it's Washington, D.C., not Washington, the yeah, state. Okay. that bothered me, too, that they just said Washington. But here's my thing. They're heading back to Andrews. Mm-hmm. Why would they be getting refueled? Basically, right above Andrews, they saw it from a distance. They saw it like, oh, there, oh, there. Look at that. That's DC. I was more bothered by the fact that they said Washington and not Washington DC. But like plot reasons, because they're at Andrews yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah. They're Why directly just, just landed in. No time to stop. No time to stop. Just, just saying. Uh huh. You wouldn't have had to get a fuel ship blown up. Sure. Had you just landed in? But Andrews. you know, it's like. Do you really want to get out of the car? Or do you just want to hit the drive-through? I'm just, I'm just, yeah. you know. Hayes is on the phone with the Russian president again, as the oh. bunker is obviously getting bombed. Mm-hmm. Neither of them has much time left, uh, but Hayes gets a very important news: they've discovered the other Stargate. Mm-hmm. That info is relayed up cool. to SG One. They quickly, they just veer off. They know where they're going now. They get the message from Hayes to do what you need to do. Yep. And uh, and they fly off with Washington just being uh, with DC just being erased. Yep, just erased. Yep, don't need it anymore. In the bunker, the place is shaking, debris is falling, elevator shafts collapse. There's no way out, but they do have confirmation that SG One got their message, and they're already over the North Atlantic. Good. Which, like, how, how long have how long have they been in these in these jets now? Too long. <laughs> Because they went halfway to Antarctica and then came back, and now they're heading to Russia. How many times have they peed themselves? Yes. Because at this point, you're not holding it. You're no. like, here it goes. They're made. Their suits are made for that. Mm, are they though? Well, I mean, astronaut suits are. I'm are they sure. in astronaut suits? They're not in astronaut they're, suits. I mean, they are in like full out flight suits. There's probably something in there that. Yeah. There's, there's a, a pee fucking- bag. Yeah, there's a, there's a catheter that yeah. you're pissing into. Exactly. This is a solution. It's not ideal. It's not ideal, but they're not just pissing in their seats. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, they are... I'm just more imagining how hungry they are. That's more my concern. Oh, you know there's snacks in those pot pockets? So my snack pockets. They're flying They're flying at night now. Uh-huh. Feels going to be tight. Uh, Sam gets contacts on the radar coming at them at Mach three and a half. So colliders. Yay. Most likely. Yay. Cam tells their escorts that they have to complete the mission. Do you understand? Go kill yourselves. Yeah, she one's like, 
Yeah, so SG-1's going to continue and the escorts will engage. Mm-hmm. And as the gladers come in, both SG-1 and the escorts do their thing. The escorts opening up fire. Daniel's like, yeah, just take a nap, Jackson. It'll be a long done flight, Jackson. I mean, the reality is like, what can Daniel do, though? Yeah. So you might as well nap. <laughs> Someone's got to stay bright and bushy-tailed. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Cam does apologize for that. By the way, how many How many people are on our six? So many. So many. Such many. So many. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and listen, anytime Stargate does Top Gun, I am happy. It is a very cool, like, dogfight. Is, so cool. is it a dogfight? Yeah. If it's like uh, out, outer spaceships? I mean, it's still a dogfight. Yeah. yeah, it's fair. And as our team heads down low to the to just above, you know, just above water to try to get some advantage, um, while they're there, Sam gets six more targets coming Yikes. towards them. Yikes! Not more gliders though. Mm-hmm. Migs, mm-hmm. which, by the way, if you didn't, if you watch Top Gun or just didn't, Mig is not like a type of aircraft. Okay, it actually stands for like it's like a specific Russian aerospace company. Oh, and back in the day. It was like the the original it's like two Boeing's, yeah, okay. kind of. Okay, it was like the original two aircraft designers' initials M and G. Oh, got it. And like the I is like and, so it was like <laughs> it's the two that founded the company. It's, there's Boeing's coming at us. It's kind of it's what it is. I yeah. gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, Kleenex Q-tip. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It makes that's what we do. Uh, and and the like. Daniel gets on the radio. Uh huh. The one thing Daniel can do in Russian is like, hey, we're American. Please shoot the people chasing us. Shoot the aliens. We're humans. Okay, bye. And they do very effectively. And the Russian pilots had actually been waiting for SG-1. Mm-hmm. So SG-1 gets to continue on. Thank goodness. Yeah. Yikes. They can see land in the distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goldfire is draining down. Um, but well hidden and well out of the way of anything Gould would think as a target, SG-1 get out of a cargo truck at a dark base, and there is the Stargate just chilling. Literally, uh-huh. it looks very, there's some like chilling things, cold. Sure. Um, mostly set up. It's wearing a scarf. It's very chilly. Yeah. No one else is here because everyone else is at home with their families, which is where this driver wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Daniel's getting a taste of his own medicine yeah. right now. Fuck all of y'all. We're dying. Um, apparently the Russians found this a bit ago and they mm-hmm. named it Anchor because it was at the bottom of the ocean. Fitting. It's adorable. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, none of the lead scientists are here. They've been gone for weeks. This place looks jury rigged at best. Mm-hmm. Daniel and this young Russian start snarking at each other in Russian. Yep. No clue what they're saying, but you can read body language. Yeah. Sam just is I'm like... I'm more over this than you are. No, I'm more over this than you are. I don't even own a TV. That's how over <laughs> everything I am. Sam's like, hey, guy, we need fucking power. Yeah. Uh, but May Power was lost hours ago, and all they have is emergency batteries, and I can't give you shit that I don't have. And by the way, does that this, sound like an Elkesh? Yeah. This guy is like... I'm. D- he's just a frontline service yeah. worker. I'm yeah. fucking over this, dude. Fuck. I don't- what do you want from Get me? Get your own power, fancy I, ass people. Nothing like, has to fucking give you. Fuck off. I drove you here. That was all I was supposed to do. Yeah. Eat, eat a lot of shit. <laughs> like, literally, fire is raining down on us. You I think mean, this and weird it's the end of the world. Circle so is going to save us? Cool. Have fun. Same. I mean, I can't, I can't pretend that I might not be in the <laughs> main mindset he is. Like, 
I have nothing to offer you. Yeah. Would you like some alcohol so we I, can all just get drunk and die? Listen, I have plenty of vodka. <laughs> well, probably, yeah. Um, And probably the good shit, too. Mm-hmm. But, like, the good local get-you-drunk-real-good shit. Sure, yeah. Uh, yes, that is Nelcash. It just landed and extended its shield, so you can guess who's on it. Mm-hmm. As the place shakes, rings pour through the roof. Everyone arms themselves. Teal'c and two others, the two pilots, ring down. They are quickly cornered and outnumbered, and they are surprised to see Teal'c. Mm-hmm. And Teal'c is surprised they know who the fuck he is. Yeah. What What do you want? Like, yeah, we know you. Chula, Braytac, first prime of... Uh, uh, symbol. I don't know what the symbol is, Daniel. Like, that's ball. Yeah. And they're like, really, Teal'c? Ball? God. Come on. What you did he promise you? What shitty friends did you make? He's like, well, he told that he promised me the freedom of my people. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he knows what buttons to press, obviously. Yep. And both sides update each other on situations. Mm-hmm. Ball is now dead by Katesh. Sure. Both sides want to go through the Stargate. Mm-hmm. Daniel knows that Ball is dead. He It's the final task of the first prime to avenge, avenge mm-hmm. his death. Cool. That's going to be my final task when I die, <laughs> is for all of you to avenge me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care how I die. Nope. <laughs> avenge me. Uh, I'm gonna, if I die of old age, avenge me yes. somehow. I don't know. Uh, cool. SG-1's going to help because they're not busy at all. Mm-hmm. And that's when the place starts to shake because they're under attack. Yep. Yep. Well, specifically here under attack yep. now because there's an Elkesh parked on top. Yep, yep. See, it looks like, look, my shields aren't going to hold for long. And as Sam puts it, because she's done with these guys bickering, that we can either die here or we can go through the gate and continue this on the other side. Yep. And without hesitation, Teal hands over, like, shows the device that will power the Stargate that we saw Balt use earlier on the Achilles. And Got it. Let's let's work together. Heads up. Dials Praxon. The attack continues as the Stargate kawooshes. I will say they kind of walk really slowly to that gate. They it's do. Like, why, aren't, why aren't we running? Drama. God. They have to. Here's why. Because they had to walk slowly enough so that when everyone goes to the Stargate and Cam just looks back, it's the perfect timing for the explosion sure, to come out. Sure, 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 sure. They had to time it right. It's yeah. a dance. It's just it's, a dance. Exactly. The instant Cam is on the other side, though, Teal quickly disarms him, points his end in his head, and wants to know a reason why not to kill Cam. <laughs> I don't. I, I, I don't. Yeah, I, you got me. Yeah. Cam, no, look, it's not a reason not to kill Cam. It's more that Cam knows that Tilk's a good person and, like, deep down realizes they should be on the same side. And, like, uh-huh. it's not a reason not to kill me. It's a reason that you're too good to just kill someone. I mean, do you just need to kill randomly? Is that just your thing right now? Yeah. Is that how much you've changed from our Teal? Like, that's not a Tilky thing. And plus, as Sam adds, we can offer freedom for the Jaffa. Yep. Which is probably a line he's heard a few times, but yeah. both Teal'c and Cam are surprised at that. And Sam's like, yeah, this place is a time machine. Literally. Literally. We can fuck this shit up. Yeah. Um, Teal'c does keep Cam's gun, but does deactivate his at. Mm-hmm. Uh, the place is a central column. Three platforms, one of which is a Stargate, another one's a rings platform, and the last is a control panel. It's all suspended over a vast nothingness. It's very Star Wars. It's very perfect end of the video game, too, yeah. because mm-hmm. it's like you have to do a puzzle, but also there's waves of bad guys going to yes. come at you. Yep, yep, it's time. 
Daniel tells Chilk about their own timeline where the Gould are defeated and the Jaffa are free and Bal went back to change all that to make Teal his first prime to control you. Uh-huh. Purely out of control. Yep. And if Katesh murdered Ball and is on her way here, none of that can be allowed to happen. Yep. Broke it all the things, all the good things, no more. Once they inform Teal'c um, that if they use this timeline to set right the time, use this device to set... Yep. Yep. We can fix shit, Teal'c. Let us... Can you just not kill us for, like, five minutes? <laughs> the I gold, promise it'll be worth the it. The gold will be gone. The Jafal will be free. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. Let's do that. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a Yay. thing. Yay. And I then we'll like. have donuts. Donuts. You like donuts. You don't know it yet, but you do. <gasps> God damn it. I want donuts now. I want a donut too. So Sam rushes to the control panel. Mm-hmm. She needs a few minutes to figure out how the alien time machine she's never seen works. Just yeah. A- Just a couple <sighs> minutes. I, I, <sighs> Just... No, no man. There's no user manual. Sam's never heard the term <laughs> over deliver under what's the way you make the expectations low? Scotty time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sam's not about that. Mm-mm. No. I'll figure out this alien time machine in just a couple minutes under pressure while being fired upon. God, Sam. <sighs> you're too good to everybody. No. Mm-hmm. Don't worry because that's all the time you're going to have because Katesh will be here in a minute. Yep. And I after about a minute, Sam brings up a holographic display of the entire Milky Way above them around the central pillar, and there's hundreds of satellites around hundreds of stars in the galaxy sending back real-time data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how does all of this add up to be Time Machine? Well, Sam pulls a single star up, and we see it big, and then we see a sun flare pop up, and we get all the data from it. And uh-huh. We know that in this universe, solar flare plus wormhole Equals time travel. Sunworms, if you will. Sunworms. You know what? That's the AKA. <laughs> sunworms. Last one was ice worm. This one's sunworms. Sunworm. <laughs> it's like there's a theme. Worms. Worms. Elemental worms of all. Ooh. <laughs> there's ice worms and sandworms and. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so. Yeah, 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 yada, yada. Cam just wants to know which button to press. Push buttons. Push. Can we not take the time no. to exp- just tell me what yes. to do? Yeah. Daniel is pretty sure it's more complicated than just like press a button. Probably. And Sam's like, no, it's actually pretty much that simple. The mm. whole key is picking the right flare. Sure. To have the right time in place uh-huh. before ball fucked with time. Yikes. But otherwise, it's just press a button. Yeah. Uh, it's just it is a button it's yeah. the, the complicated part is which button exactly uh, and that's when the jaffa start to ring down mm. and things are urgent but right now she can send them back to the cretaceous period but otherwise we have that to might wait be for a the little right too flag. far maybe a little too far humans don't live that long mm-hmm. and um the first round of Jaffa ring down with yeah. three Jaffa, two armed yeah. SG-1. They take out the first group very yeah, easily. first wave down. Sam works as they take out a second group that rings down. Mm-hmm. And a third group that rings down. Sam hands her gun to Daniel. Whew. And finally, she finds a flare. And the sun that will work, it's not ideal. It's going to send them 10 years earlier to 1929. It's fine. It's fine. It's doable. Let's but do it, it will have to work. Daniel says Sheesh. he's almost out of bullets. 
as he's hit by a staff blast. Damn. And in slow motion falls off the platform with dramatic music. I and Sam... will remember you. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Sam's eyes go wide as she just keeps working. Yep. Yep. Sam's now seen far too many deaths. <laughs> oh my gosh. Too many. This... Where she has to continue <sighs> to work through them. Yeah. Uh, Sam, um, she's like, once I dial it, she can have 20 seconds to get through the gate. Mm-hmm. She starts dialing and Cam tells her to get her ass down here. Yep. More Jaffa show up. They hold their position. But Sam is then shot in the back. Fuck. Um, Cam- Almost mercifully, like, fuck, after all the things she's been through. Yeah. At least it's quick. Yeah. And she's not going to sit there and suffer. True. Fuck. I mean, Daniel, I'm assuming, was very Star Wars. He was like, uh, like alive the whole time. And then, yeah, like, that's what I mean. Goes yeah. down the other. I'm assuming it's he's hanging there like Luke. At some point, he's like, fuck this. And yeah. just takes his gun and, like, <laughs> let's just call it. Yeah. yeah, I'm assuming Daniel is hanging out underneath this, like, Luke at the end of Empire yeah, Strikes Back. It's not great. Yeah. Uh, Cam yells as yeah. he sees Sam die. You gotta run, dude. Drops his gun, dashes, and jumps through the gate. Yep. No hesitation. He has to make this work. Somebody's gotta fucking go. And then Teal'c is shot multiple times, falling to the ground. Oh, but and, like a badass. And once the Jaffa have control of the area, Kates shows up on her own, taking in the carnage. Yeah. Comes up to Teal'c, the most stubborn Jaffa she's ever known. Mm-hmm. She sort of chuckles at the situation. Maybe Kates will choose him as her first prime. And Teal'c just tells her to go to hell. Eat a lot of shit. And I die free. That's right. Like a bad motherfucker. And drops a powerful hand grenade and the place goes up in a ball of flame. Yep. That's how you do. Uh, Cut to the Atlantic Ocean, 1939. Ah, yes. We've been here before. The Achilles heads in a zigzag pattern across underneath a full moon, just like we saw earlier in the film. It's crazy when you think about how these things are filmed. Like, you yeah. probably filmed this scene right after oh, the other 100%. scene. percent And it's kind of cool. Um, but this time, when checking the cargo, the crewman comes across someone else. There's a cam in my pocket. Someone who mysteriously looks like Cap Cam. Mm-hmm. Because it is Cam himself. Yep. It's Cam Cam and not Cap Cam. Yeah. He is armed with a gun, uh, hands one to the crewman, and is like, we're about to be ordered, boarded. Do not shoot until I do, but, yeah. like, kill him. The Stargate activates, taking out the side of the ship just as it did before, but this time the Jaffa are quickly killed. Yep. Ball comes through and is shocked when he sees Cam. And without any ceremony at all, he just shoots Ball in the head. So what happens to this Cam now? He just lives out the rest of his... I think he just lives out the rest of his life. Captain America style? Yeah, because we here's the thing that we know is... I'm assuming... That, because that picture that we see later in the locker sure. is taken when they successfully arrive at Boston Harbor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not like it, there was no back to the future this Cam fades from existence. Shh. That, but that's what I mean. Like, what does this Cam have to do so he doesn't accidentally fuck up the timeline further? Right? He, like, don't you have to, like, walk on eggshells a little bit the rest of your life? I have a hunch that he just finds a farm in a different part of Kansas. Yep. Just. And you know, just. Hangs out. Yeah. Eats cheese. I have a hunch he. I don't know. 
Here's See the, what I mean? Like, because damn. I, I would say that he like finds finds a wife and lives out his life, but then but can he? But I, that's the thing. I don't know if he can. Yeah, he probably mentors some kids. Life of solitude, random old guy. Yep. Yeah. yeah, he has his dalliances, mm, of course. But you know, just eat a lot of cheese. Yeah. That's what I would do. Eat I would think I'm just hungry. a lot of peaches. Moving to the country. Gonna eat a lot of cheesums. Um, and... Cheesums. Cheesums. Yeah. It just uh, just shoots Ball in the head. And they kill the last Jafaz. He comes through with the bomb. Yep. Cap Cam comes in hearing the gunfire. Yep. And our Cam is wearing the exact same sweater. Mm-hmm. And just tells Cap Cam that he is a friend of the family. Yeah. They shop at the same surplus store. They do. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... And the, explaining this could take a while, but I will. Uh-huh. And then there's a perfectly heroic shot of them standing next to each other looking under the hole of the ship. Staring meaningfully out into the water. And suddenly we're back at the start of the film. Oh, yeah. As the extraction process starts with the Tok'ra. Completely seamless. And uh, the needle heading into Ball's forehead. Ball is there. Or sorry, Ball is there. Vala is there, mm-hmm. and she disappeared earlier. Wincing, I mean, Vala is there too. Ball is sure. there, and wincing at the memory of all of this. And the scream shifts from like ghoul to fully human. Uh huh. Um, and the symbiote is removed, put into a container. The host is left unconscious. Yikes. Uh, the Toker then take the container. Behold, the last of the system lords, and just unceremoniously and throws throw it to it the to ground. The ground. <laughs> <laughs> Where it shatters and Ball crawls along the floor screaming until he dies. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. The third time Ball is unceremoniously killed in this yep. film. Way to, way to go. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Throw it to the ground. <laughs> uh, Cam is underwhelmed. Uh-huh. Listen, I'm glad I saw it. At least he threw it to the ground and it didn't, like, slip out of his hand before he could throw it to the <gasps> ground. Like, oh. Oh, well. Um, you know, this has been built up a lot for Cam. He thought he'd be a little more spectacular. Yeah. And Jack's like, nope, that's, uh, that's it's pretty much, now. that's pretty much it. Anyone want lunch? No one says anything. I'm buying. Yep. Everyone's now in yep. for lunch. That's how you're in. Yeah. Although Sam was hoping they can go over the plans for the new moon base. Interesting. Jack's like, what moon base? Interesting. Uh, and. That's what her secret name is for their left hand. Probably. Uh-huh. Moon base. The moon base. Uh, Vala actually is going to stay and help the host get through these first days. Daniel figured. Sounds right. Have fun. He's in for an interesting afternoon, and I'm not sure if that's finally being in control of your own life and body for the first time in millennia or having that time spent with Vala. I mean, either way. Yeah. (laughs) Little column A. Little Little column column B. B. (laughs) Back on Earth in the locker room. Uh, Daniel is wondering what Ball meant when he said that um, that you've all made a terrible mistake, and Teal's like, I mean, we'll never no, know. No, don't want to, don't want to think about it. Cam's not worried about it. No, Daniel wonders if that really was the last ball. Well, I guess we'll never know. Cam's like, I'm pretty sure we can't obsess about this stuff, but like, let's just get a move on. When's the last time General and you bought lunch? Uh huh. It's like if there's another ball, we'll deal with it when it happens. Yes. For now, we're done. And they head out. Cam closes his locker, but it pops back open again. Mm-hmm. And there inside is a picture of his grandfather. Yep. But instead of just being a photo of him alone, as we saw earlier, there is now a friend of the family standing there next to him. Cool. Thus ends Stargate 
SG-1. Wowza. We did it. Yeah. We did it. I'm a little bummed. I'm a little bummed. I'm assuming there's a couple of people that are just done. We're yeah, done. There is a couple of people of SG-1 that this is the last that we'll see of them. Damn. There it is. Now I'm going to say this, though. Okay. Speaking of Moonbase, Stargate Moonbase. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we don't assume that that is secret, secret code. Secret sex dungeon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we did have, over the past couple weeks, listen, we know MGM is now owned by Amazon. Yep. We know what Amazon has done to sci-fi, fantasy, uh, 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 yep. things, um, properties. Uh-huh. We also know... Because of tweets that Brad Wright and Mr. Melozzi are not done with their Stargate yep. thoughts. They've taunted us very recently with, like, a new possible moon base, Stargate moon base, series. Moonbase, Moonbase, Just saying. Stargate, Moonbase. Stargate, Moonbase, regardless of what it's called. But, like, Stargate, star, um, Moonbase. Stargate Moonbase would be uh-huh. really cool. It's just uh, manifesting it now. Yeah. And I'm also just saying that if you do start that around now, it may be starting by the time we're done with Universe. Maybe they're timing it out so we can get right to it. If y'all are listening, wink, wink, nudge, exactly. nudge. Listen, if you it. need us to stall, we can. We can do a couple tangent casts. Speaking of well, us yes. stalling. Uh-huh. <laughs> do you Look see how I made beautiful, that? Beautiful, beautiful segue. Stunning segue. Uh-huh. Oh, we didn't rehearse this part. No, we actually didn't. <laughs> I forgot we were doing that, to be honest. So, yeah. We, speaking of not wanting the series to end. Yeah. Um, we and are, tangent casts. And tangent casts. Um, we are uh, taking taking notes of a, another uh, media empire peeps that we uh, adore uh-huh. and like a lot. Yeah. And they had a good point recently. We will still, we're not stopping this podcast. No, no, there's no, there's no breaks. <laughs> At all. Yeah. There will be no breaks. Well. Yeah. No, I mean, no. there's breaks, but yes. there are no breaks on the car. It's not stopping. Yes, it's not just stopping. slowing down a little. Um, We are going to be taking an off week. Yep. The last Tuesday of each month. Yeah, well, we'll... Technically, the first Tuesday of each month because of how we record. A Tuesday of each month. The last weekend. Of the, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a break from recording the last weekend of each month. Yes. So the first Tuesday of each month will be non regular pod. We it, there's a chance there might not be a pod. Mostly, we're gonna try to bring you tangent cast then. Yeah, but we are. We're fucking tired, y'all. We're, we're also really busy. And like, for instance, I just talked in the earlier of this podcast that I competed in a Highland Games. Those tend to be happening right at the time that we normally record a podcast. Yeah. Um, and this helps make sure we do not want to get burned on this. We want to continue this being as fun as possible. It yeah. is fun for us. This is why we do this because the goal we love from doing the very it. beginning was we would do this and. We would do this as long as it continued to be fun. And yeah. it is still fun. Yes. And our lives are changing for me. It's career-wise. Mm-hmm. It's getting real heavy. 
it's getting real heavy. Yeah. So, um, and for you, there's just a lot of extracurriculars that are happening. Yeah. Um, and we want this to stay fun. We don't want to stop. This so because how- our rules were, mm-hmm. you either stop or it stays fun. Yes. We're finding ways to keep it to stay we fun. We are keeping it fun for us and yeah. making sure this is not homework we have to slog through because right. we want to continue doing this. Because also nobody wants to listen to homework. No. And also it makes sure we don't run out of universe too soon. And it's yep. giving Brad Wright and, and Joe. We're giving you guys some time to get this shit done to get the new stargate series up and running keep going because nobody wants any of this to end and mostly us so we you will mostly we are going to try our best to still give you a podcast every tuesday but like once a month, it won't be specifically Stargate related. Once a month, related. there will either be a tangent cast or there may be a week that will yeah. give you a break. So, and we'll let you guys know before that. Yes. That week. Yeah. We'll what's going to happen? We'll give you. We'll give you a heads up. So, and we thank you for your patience. Yeah. About it. Um. But next up. Yes. Back to Atlantis. Yep. With the seed. Ooh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. We got a baby. We got a we got a peoples. We do have a, we do have a fresh baby on that show. Fresh baby, the baby is the seed. The baby is the seed. Yep. They have to flourish. This the baby will grow into a plant. A beautiful sandworm. <laughs> no, okay, no, wait, no, no. It's Atlantis. A beautiful okay. waterworm. It's a waterworm. A beautiful waterworm. <laughs> if I could have a human baby and then it would turn into like a puppy or something, that would be so cool. All right. We'll see you guys next week with the C. Until yes. then, you can find us on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Find us at Facebook, There's No Place Like Terra. Email us at There's No Place Like Terra at gmail.com. Rate us, like us, review us wherever you get five podcasts. Tell us what your favorite elemental worm would be and why. Did I say Patriot? Patriot too! God damn it. We love you. I don't put these in my notes and I feel like it's just because I don't. Okay, bye! Bye! Bye. Sandworms.